Hi, this is Tony from the Untitled Beatles podcast, broadcasting live from the Shanoff residence. Here we go, ringing it. Untitled Beatles podcast. We're about to embark on our big road trip to Cleveland. I come bearing gifts uh, that I got at the Beatle Fest. The big plastic Abbey Road record and then some programs from 82 and 83, I think. It's a lovely autumn day. Oh, here he is. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Recording government shit. What the? Where are you parked? Oh, I'm parked right over here. Should I put that? Just yeah, they yeah. Take it till ten, so just in case. You got it, buddy. Hey, hey, take care. Be luck. Whoa. Here you go. Oh man, this is the greatest. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so happy. Beatles Abbey Road medley, as you can see, and it's it's double sided. Yeah, yeah. Dude, which side do you hang? You know, that's, that's the thing. Of, you can flip it like whatever you're feeling that day, right? I'm mostly this guy. Sometimes I'm this guy. How come there ain't no octopuses this? This is, I, dude, I absolutely love it. And thanks for these two. I can't yeah, wait I have probably, like, I know I have this one for sure. All right, cool. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll throw this in. I'll come uh, right yeah. back up. All right, man. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Look at TJ, it's Gary. <laughs> hey, Gary. Gary Sandy, Andy Travis from WKRP. In Cincinnati. What do the Garys do know? Gary, uh, Gary Pocket, of course. <laughs> and the Union Cap. <laughs> no, that's Gary, Indiana, TJ. It's the Untitled Beatles podcast field trip. This is our first field trip leaving the state of Illinois, I believe. There we are, we're in Indiana. Here we are in Indy, casino. Yeah, there's casinos everywhere. And of course, my oil light just went on, so I'll have to get some, I'll throw, I'll throw a quart of oil in there, and we'll be all right. Here we are, man. We are en route to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. As Ian Hunter said, Cleveland rocks. Yeah. Um, Drew Carey stole it from him. He did. Did yeah. they use the Ian Hunter version on the TV show? They didn't. They actually used a cover by the Presidents of the United States of America. You know, that's a show I never quite saw. Myself. I didn't really either. Yeah. For two improv guys, I don't think either of us are big Who's Line people, are we? Are you? No, no. No, because I like the art of improv. Yeah, we're gonna go check out the Get Back exhibit, you know, while we can. This will be my first time. You've caught a preview of it. Preview! Pre preview! Yeah, I saw it, uh, I was there in June when I went to go visit my good buddy Pete in Pittsburgh. We took a day trip uh, to go see um, the Rock Hall then. The Get Back exhibit is great. There's clips of the movie playing in all these small rooms, mostly at the concert. Uh, the rooftop concert. No spoilers, TJ. No uh, spoilers. And they have a different Peter Jackson ending. We'll be right back. Um, no, no it, it's really For all you Beatles sniffers, TJ, are, uh, do you get any olfactory senses uh, of the Beatles? Like, can you smell the the frozen sweat on the rooftop or anything like that? Oddly enough, they have Peter Jackson's shoes on display. Oh. I have his shoes in the 
All right, well, we're gonna stop at some record stores along the way. TJ, man, you made a great list. Uh, we're gonna hit something, and I've got the GPS uh, in line for us to hit somewhere in uh, Mishawaka or something, Indiana. In Mishawaka, South Mishawaka. Bend suburb, and yeah, man, I did. I'm a I'm a record store nerd. Like my my museums as a cable record stores. They're my favorite place to go. To this day, they still are. I do have to say, as much as I love. The Recklesses of the World and the um, Squeeze Box and Evanson Vintage Vinyl. Got to give my shout out to the hometown stores. Uh, great shop in Andersonville that keeps getting better and better. Um, Rattleback. Rattleback Records, just forgot the name of it. They have That's one of my favorite stores to browse in. But I miss the old school, like the towers and the rows. The big chains. The big chains. Used records are awesome, but I kind of miss when everything's in cellophane and everything's <laughs> everything's new. Yeah, well, yeah, it's right. Untouched by other, yeah, that'd be, yeah it's, uh, it's that kind of uh, virgin uh, complex that you have, TJ. Well, yeah, and that's why Mother Mary comes to me. <laughs> did, I get the, did I get the reference correct? Uh, remember the Virgin Megastore on Michigan Avenue? Yeah. My, that store was, it was like tower for really rich people. I never bought anything there. No, fuck, I'm lying. I bought there yeah, on my way to there. a Bulls game, the Let It Be Naked import on vinyl. I knew that. And I brought it to a Bulls game with me. My buddy was like, why do you have a record? <laughs> it's like, oh, three or oh, four. Why do you have an album with it? Well, you know, they had the Virgin Megastore. When I find myself in times of trouble But uh, yeah, that Virgin Mega Store, that was another great store if you're messing around on Michigan Avenue just to browse in. Like, you could browse in Tower Records for hours. Yeah. It was awesome. Amoeba in LA is a little like that. Yeah, yeah, Amoeba for sure. It's like a huge mega store that seems to have everything. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, yeah, I miss that. Like, yeah, there's like the world music room and that kind of a thing. Like, yeah. different rooms for different genres. The classical room. I didn't buy classical music growing up, but I used to go in that room and look around. Like, look, it's how I know about Deutsch gramophone records. <laughs> is it, did I get it right? Uh, Deutsch gramophone? Probably Deutsch. <laughs> Hey, dude! It's, it's like a 1960s bully high school nickname. One of the most renowned and successful classical music record labels in the world, Deutsche Grammophon. Hey, it's the dude. The dude. Yeah, he used to beat up little Arnold <laughs> on different strokes. Oh, that's right. It was the, the gooch. Which the I thought, gooch. Yeah, the gooch. I knew. Okay. Yeah, right. the gooch. But the dude. I think I'd be more afraid of the dude. Yeah, man, uh, I like Big Arnold on different strokes when, when he got old and uh, everybody died. <laughs> Isn't everyone dead on that show? Willis is dead and Kimberly's dead. No, Willis is alive. Willis is still what? alive. Tom Bridges is alive. He's the only one. Yeah, he, got, he did jail time for drugs and stuff, but he's still alive. He's the survivor, man. Uh, name the actress who played Kimberly. Dana, Dana Plato. Plato. Died, like, the day after doing Stern. Meaning uh, doing this Howard Stern show i was gonna say oh really yeah i never knew that yeah it's kind of it's kind of you know it's weird where are slash were you with howard stern influence enjoyed it didn't care where were you with stern uh, my next guest tonight has described himself he's described himself this way as the worst disc jockey in radio he has the afternoon drive time show here at wnbc am and uh, for my money this man represents state-of-the-art radio please welcome howard stern <laughs> My first exposure was 
uh, seeing him as a guest on the Letterman show, and he had long hair, and he was like, like he was always like slouching back in the chair, and I was like, who is this guy? He seems kind of like wild, and I didn't quite get it. I loaded the place with my people. No, no, uh, this is uh, this is good. These this, folks. This are... crowd is. Uh, these are people who like me. Yeah. Is there anybody who hates me here? Yeah. <laughs> Which who? There's all kinds of scum out there who hate me. I was a little bit like, I don't know about this guy. And then, then I started listening to him in the 90s. Uh, they had him on CKG, I think, in yeah. Chicago. And that was my first exposure to him. And uh, this is while I was working at a warehouse and stuff. So we just would have it on. And I spent my mornings with it. And I, I grew to really love the guy. I really grew to love his interviews with people. I liked that he asked questions that were like out there. And he actually got them to say things that weren't on the talk show circuit. Like, it's not the stuff he's saying on the Oprah show or even Letterman or whatever, where it's these safe interviews that are all pre, pre-decided and et cetera. Right, their reps have gone over the questions beforehand. Yeah, and it's all tailored and it's like, Stern, it's a wild, it's a wild card. You don't know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a lot of like dirty stuff and that's kind of the, the teenager in me still liked that even though I was in my 20s. <laughs> there stuff. was a teenager in you, <laughs> but I see somebody about that. <laughs> But I didn't like, I like, I hated when he had Mr. Methane on. Like, I hated all the farting competitions. Yeah. I wasn't into the misogyny shit. Like, I've never been into calling a woman a puppy dog. Like, I don't use that word. And I'll call women assholes if they're <laughs> assholes. <Yeah. laughs> but I didn't like the misogyny stuff. So, you know, I wasn't like a 100% Howard guy. But I, I could tell that he, like, his intentions as a human were decent. Yes. I thought. And he could make mistakes, he's human. I loved Robin, I loved Fred, I loved Gary. How much does a Bubba Louie go for? Those are a little bit cheaper. Uh, quick draw on a Bubba Boy are about three twenty-five. What do you call him? Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Bowie. No. I thought it was, I thought, is it Bubba it's Louie? It's Bubba Louie, isn't it? Bubba Louie. Where are you on Stern? You know, I didn't listen to Stern a ton. I like the movie Private Parts, I remember seeing that. Yeah, but, I saw that in the theater. Yeah, and that was, that was when I worked radio. And that was kind of my first, because they, they didn't play Stern in the desert where I worked. And so I saw Private Parts and I was like, oh, like, as someone who worked radio, I kind of loved it. You know, I was like, oh, this is what I do. And it, it also had a um, Second City connection. I believe Betty Thomas directed it. Second City alum Betty Thomas, known for her role in Hill Street Blues. Really? Yeah. I um, didn't know that. Actually, was not like a stern diehard, but he's someone that I liked and appreciate his talent. I think now that he's on XM, Sirius XM, which we get, but we don't pay extra for it. So I don't. I think when Stern left for satellite radio, he kind of became a bit more of like a footnote, right? It's almost like when Larry King went to Russian TV Daily. Like he's still yeah. on, but who's listening? Who's watching? Or like when Neil Young had his music only available on his weird uh, stereo that costs a thousand dollars and you can only listen to Neil Young yeah, records. Teaser. <laughs> yeah, the sweater song. <laughs> oh no, it go, it gone, bye-bye. Oh dude, we did a whole George Fest episode and I looked at my notes after. Yeah. We, we never, Department of Corrections moment here. Okay. We never talked about the gnomes on stage. I know, and I had that in my notes too. Me but... too. A little gnome staying there home. 
Orbit music. How do you pronounce it? Mishawaka? Mishawaka in the Southman suburban area. <laughs> Love this town. Here we are. Hi ho. <laughs> no Beatles records, TJ. Oh, maybe this is this all new? I'm wondering there's gotta be like either a section or I was gonna ask. Orbit. What if they're old Atari games? I, you know, I still have my Atari. I can't get the, the power. They do have Atari. Yeah. They got Outlaw. Okay, let's guess. How much is an Atari game here uh, right now? I, get, I ended up giving all mine away when I moved to L.A., like to one of those stores on Clark Street. I'm going to say, I mean, it's going to be like 15 Four Oh, that's not, bad. that's not bad. I loved basketball. I loved all these games. Yeah, basketball was hilarious. Bowling was great. Football? Oh, yeah. I had Jungle Hunt. I had Basketball. I had Outlaw. Outlaw was great. Haunted House. Space Invaders. Here's for all our Discord Discord fans. They've got Skydiver. they got Starmaster. <laughs> Haunted House. They've got a lot of cassettes. So, if you're a cassette head... If you missed out on the phenomenon that was cassettes, you can get your logins in Messina, you can get Madonna's Erotica. Look, they got Flowers in the Dirt, TJ, on cassette. Is it a, is it a record club pressing? Let's That's see. All right, here we go. Let's, let's see. Dr. Shanoff examines. No, this is not a record store. This is not a record club pressing. This is a uh, original capital issue. There you go. Five bucks now. If I didn't have it, I'd get it. <laughs> we have to make a special one for tapes. Must collect every single cassette. So you have it already. We have the John Lennon collection. Is that the, yeah, it's the Parlophone issue, not the Geffen one. The Geffen one had a little fold-over cover on it, oh. like a little piece of paper. Retailing for ten ninety-nine. Also not the record club edition. Meaning like if you the, the ten cassettes for a penny, that kind of record club? That, yeah, Columbia House, BMG. So they would stamp something on those? Yeah, they, they, I didn't had, know that. they had um, not just stamps. Sometimes it was even a different typeset, or it would say, like, manufactured by Columbia House. Okay. Yeah, like you'll, you'll see some record club tapes here from, like, these were always the record club tapes. They always, like, Oh, that. yes, I've seen those with the white with the red, with the yeah. red stripes, uh, horizontal stripes at the top and bottom. We have the Beatles Rock and Roll Music Volume 2. I already, Two. I already have this on cassette, but... Uh, it's a great tape. Like, if we had a tape deck in the car, like, think what a great mix that would be yeah. to put on right now. We could just program that on... I've got it. <laughs> I have it in my iTunes. We could, with the original George Martin mixes. That's all I've seen for Beatles stuff so far. That was a, it's a weird story. That was a weird story, yeah. It's kind of a bust for me, but you found something. Well, it's, you know, something for him, for the kid, you know, like. That was, that was a cool, that's a Sesame Street record. It was like 10th anniversary, so that's what, 79 maybe? Yeah. I think I had that when I was uh, Harrison's age. All right, it's raining. <laughs> Can you tell me how to 
Okay, Orbit Music, how many fabs? Mm. Uh, two, two fabs. I'm gonna say two and a half fabs. The commitment to cassette tapes is impressive. All right, there you go. Now, where are we eating? <laughs> now, where are we eating? Ah, there we go, entering Williams County, Ohio, TJ. We are in Ohio, man. Next stop, what is it called? It's a big chain. We are going to our only chain of the day, the Exchange in Toledo, Ohio. We'll see you there. All right. Wait, isn't it, what is it called? No, it's a- uh, Exchange? Ur 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 Ursula, what's the name of the town? Oh, El Raya. <laughs> El Raya, Illyria, but. We say El Raya. It's El Raya. Because we're Oak Ridge boys, <laughs> ride or die. Alright, TJ, new revolver coming out like in like you said, what is it, eleven days? Eleven days from this recording. From today. And um, I just saw that you can purchase a revolver t-shirt with the revolver song title of your choice. You know, so it'll say like Eleanor Rigby, really big on your on your chest, or got to get you into my life, etc. If you had to choose a revolver song to put on a T-shirt, which which one would you pick? You think? I would cheat and do the American track listing because I'm an <laughs> anti-John Revolver fan. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, mine would be And Your Bird Should Sing, my favorite track. Oh. my favorite track of Revolver. I would have picked you for a Gotta Get You Into My Life, man. All right. I wonder in the remix if they're going to use the uh, mono extended ending yeah. of that, but in stereo. I can't wait. I'm the most, it's the one that needs it the most, <laughs> other than Help. Help, if I could pick one to be remixed, I'd remix Help. I bet Again, it's coming, immediately. right? I bet it's coming. It's got to be coming. Yeah, they're going backwards now. Ooh, rub a soul. Hey, hey. Rub a soul. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, I would pick. The, I would pick Love You Too, actually, on a shirt, if I was going to get a revolver shirt. It would say Love You Too on there. So you'd go George, I'd go John. Yeah. I wonder what KC would pick. KC? KC? <laughs> you know what? I'd probably get a t-shirt with Taxman on it, but then I'd take a Sharpie and I would scrawl an F over the T. Because with all the time I spend fixing all the bogus facts that end up in this podcast, the ladies call me the Facts Man. PZ3, what's, oh, what's his name? The robot. Oh, P3Z Nuts. <laughs> P3Z Nuts. <laughs> yeah, P3Z Nuts, what would you pick? <laughs> Obviously, I would choose Yellow Submarine. I have a thing for songs about machines. All right, well, it took some doing, but we found the exchange. It's in a, sh as, as you put it, a shuttered IHOP? Yeah, this looks like an what was once an IHOP. It's, you know, it's kind of blue and big and giant. It's gonna be, is it open? The lights are on. This but you're not here. home. <laughs> Oh, everything's behind glass. It's weird. <laughs> hey, how are you? Oh. See, like this, I'm not buying this, folks. Friends, I don't need to let it be 
Oh, it's the picture disc. disc. You got the picture disc. Okay, so there you go. You, you we found your line. TJ Shanoff doesn't need all the records. Wow, they've got a whole so they have a whole bin of, of uh, picture discs. That's pretty cool. Ziggy Stardust. Oh, they got everything Bowie, like his first record, which is like that weird kind of uh, 60s pop. Just look through your window. Look who sits outside. Little me is waiting, standing through the night. Sergeant Pepper. This is an original. This is from the 70s, not the recent. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, picture disc of Sgt. Pepper, which is pretty cool. I don't I have, have that. Do you have that? Yeah, I don't have that. Beatles story. Okay, I'm going to get 20 bucks. Purple Capital. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's. TJ guesses the records. Ew. So a lot of these records are stained. There's some blood on that. But it's dark Orange blood. Capital. Orange, Orange Capital. Oh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's weird. All right, so TJ, you've got there. Uh, I want to hold your hand. It's Purple Capital. Do you have this one already? No, this is the final 45 pressing of I Want to Hold Your Hand. I have, here's a list. I've got the Capital Original Swirl, mono with no picture sleeve. I've got the Beatles on Apple. I've got the 23 issue vinyl from 84, the 85 to 87 Rainbow Capital, and then 1994 33 issue with the picture sleeve. I do not have the 1988. Now, is this calling to you? What do you think? It's eight dollars. I wish it, I wish it was five. Yeah, Can you go bad. negotiate for me? That worked really well last time you did that. <laughs> I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put in the possible file. All right. Let yeah. Me, yeah. Spend yeah. Eight bucks. You'll feel good about life. Yeah. They have five copies of an Aerosmith 45 called My Girl from 1989, and it's not the My Girl we all know. It. This one's apparently written by Steve Tyler and Joe Perry. But they have, this is the fifth copy I've seen of this mint condition, Aerosmith, My Girl. I worked radio. I did not play that song. <laughs> Never heard one. Well, yeah. There's two back to mix to each other all over the place. <laughs> so, if you're looking for the Aerosmith original Joe, version of My Girl. Joe Perry has a timeshare over here. And <laughs> he's, he's, doesn't Clapton live in Columbus? Maybe Joe oh, Perry right. in Ale River. <laughs> Rolling Stones? This is, from the, this is from Steel Wheels? Yeah, here's a Stones like era it. Steel Wheels 45. What song? Cook Cook Blues. Mm. And, oh, it's the B-side to Rock in a Hard Place. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we played the hell out of that one. That was even a top of the hour song. That's not a bad, like, I was it's all right. Before, I mean, it's like the, it's the Stones My Brave Face. Yeah. Yeah, it's that <laughs> guitar sound or whatever. <laughs> There's something about that guitar sound. It's Keith Richards, but it sounds like... Joe Babies, yeah. Oh, and Mixed Emotions. Wow, it's a uh, Steel yeah. Wheels back to back. I might buy that. I love this song. That was a hit. Mm -hmm. That's the other song we played the hell out of. Yeah. Something fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it says The King Speaks, historical documentation, 1978, Memphis Flash Record. So this is after he died. This sounds like a bootleg of Elvis talking. It's a cool, cool picture disc. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a double seven inch picture disc, but uh, it's $40. So <laughs> you're that's telling probably me that? stuff I can find on YouTube, but it's I a cool package. Ooh, 
I don't know, Tony. I actually did a good amount of Googling. I couldn't find that anywhere. If any listeners are able to find this, it's a 1978-45 called My Life, The King Speaks. If you find it, maybe drop it to us on the Facebook or the Discord. Venus and Mars on Capitol. We have found for $3 an original. Like that black Capitol label is interesting. Yeah. this. I think the first one had the Venus and Mars, the planets, and this is the second pressing, I believe. Back with Magneto and Titanium Man, which he does live on Windsor American, a very spirited (laughs) kids' novelty song. Three bucks, that's not bad. Well, I was talking last night. Okay, this is a B-52 song called Bushfire. What would that song sound like? <laughs> Watch out! It's a bushfire! <laughs> I've got Baby. me a bush, and my bush is on fire. Hey, Darker's 12 bucks. You think they'll do the super duper reissue on that? I don't think Dark Horse or Extra Texture get gnome, gnome issues. Because, like, he didn't have a lot of extras, I would think. But what do he I know? He a lot of textures, so there'll <laughs> be a bit, bit more of you in there. <laughs> This record is perfect for this road trip because it's Ian Hunter's You're Never Alone with a Schizophrenic. And on this album is Cleveland Rocks. 1979. Chrysalis yeah. Records. Chrysalis Records. Home of Pat Benatar. It's only six bucks. It might be something. It could be a souvenir. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> Oh, we got Goodnight Vienna and Stop and Smell the Roses. They're both both, both going for 15. Dude, this is the reissue, the vinyl, the 2017 180 gram vinyl of Goodnight Vienna. Yeah, that's okay, 180 grams. <laughs> you need, yeah. Well, Goodnight Vienna, there's some good stuff. That's got Snookaroo on it, right? Snookaroo, uh, Uwe's on here. So that's got, that's my favorite. Only You covers great. No, no song I've always loved. Yeah, there's some good stuff on there. Private property. <laughs> Don't go look at it. Every Ringo album of that era, he's always there's a picture on the cover pretending like he just heard the master. <laughs> he's, he's covering his face. That's oh, funny, man. Here's some old school 45s. All right. Oh boy. These are mostly not hits. These are mostly like non-hits. Chaff. Oh, incense of peppermints. Oh, and I bet on the B-side, um, Birdman of Alcatraz. Yeah. That's a great song. I never heard that until you mentioned that. I wish it wasn't so weird. up. Yeah, that's in rough shape. But it's an original 1967. I mean, that's cool. Even though you'll find it strange all along, the Birdman really was me. 
Danny Maria have a song called Make the World Go Away? <laughs> oh, that's a country right. song. Elvis oh, had no. that same song. It goes like this. I sing that song. I used to sing that song all the time when I was a messenger and I was having a bad day and it was just subconscious a bit. Make the world go away. <laughs> Some of those modeling country songs. These are a lot of like 45s of bands that never made, these look like they've been sitting in a warehouse for 30 years. They're not played, they're mint. Yeah. It's a song called Holding On To You by Andy Leak, produced by George Martin. Huh. The George Martin? Do, should we know about the 1988 song Holding On To You by Andy Leak? I've never heard of Andy Leak. I might take the record. I might actually take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> Old, like old, old, old. Listen, hey, Kenny Rogers, lady. lady. That's where he's lady. Well, he's a sponsor of the show. Tell them at the front that he sponsors the show, and we should get that for free. Yeah, because it says a dollar here, but then over here it says fifty cents. Wait, uh, we're sponsors. Hashtag honor the price. You know, a lot of us grew up with family barbecues being something of a tradition, a time to be together, to laugh together, to share a few stories. A time to look across the table at the people you love the most. And to my mind, that time's worth more than anything else we could ever give each other. Introducing Kenny's brand new barbecue chicken, perfectly cooked and basted in savory sauce. Try our downright chicken barbecue chicken today. Kenny Rogers Roasters. There's goodness here. T.G. Shepherd with Clint Eastwood in a song called Make My Day. Oh, I think I got, we, I, we, I have to buy that. I gotta buy, that's good stuff. And then Clint was not around for the B-side. It's just T.G. Shepherd with How Lucky We Are. This is 1983. Oh boy. No, that'll be good. That'll be good. Well, it was going down on the bad part of town at an all-night grocery store. The old man there, his hands in the air, his customers on the floor. The hooch took all the money and all of his hard unpaid, but then a tall man stepped in with a cynical grin and said, Go ahead, make my day. So, yeah, they got CDs. So, CDs are, are coming back. That's what I heard. I love that they're cheaper than the uh, vinyl. There's some tapes up here, but you can't really tell. Isn't that hilarious, like how that switched? Because the vinyl, I got vinyl when I was a kid, A, because it was bigger, um, but also cheaper, because yeah. I was like, whatever, a kid. I'd still rather hear stuff on vinyl. As long as vin the vinyl isn't scratched up, I'd rather hear vinyl every time. No, I'm with you. It's just funny that CDs were always more expensive when we were kids, and now it's like, oh, here's the CDs. They're all used or whatever, but they're like three to seven dollars and the vinyl's like six to you know fifty or whatever. Yeah, vinyls I and mean, look at the Bastille Dan can't buy a thrill sealed German club press for two hundred dollars. Oh, this is their their goodie bin. Aqualung Half Speed Master, one heavy metal band, Jethro Toll, hundred dollars. You can buy a Blink-182 record for $150. The one with the sexy nurse on it. Okay, you don't see this all the time. 
The Paul McCartney Come On People CD single is $3. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> are you tempted? I haven't. Oh, you are? Well, here at the exchange, they have a, a little Beatles uh, behind the glass collectible bin. Yeah, with some cool stuff. They have an original in-store ad for when 62 to 66 and 67 to 70 came out in CD for the first time in 93. Yeah, that's cool. Which is really neat. I like the, uh, they've got four glasses, the rocks glasses and the... Uh, or pint glasses, I should say. Those are awesome. <clears throat> Revolver with the Beatles, Rubber Soul, Let It Be. It's all the cover art. Oh, you can get coolers. <laughs> Yellow submarine cooler. That, that's so funny. I've been looking for that cooler everywhere. Oh, I didn't know they had Beatles Legos. Is that a puzzle or is that Legos? That might be... It says Lego on the corner oh, there. Oh, you're right. They have a ton of Beatles. Oh, they have the Tony Sheridan tapes. That was called the early tapes of the Beatles. It's one of the first Beatles CDs that ever came out. That's uh, for five bucks. That's pretty cool. The Beatles rare photos and interview CD. Those were like Best Buy. If you bought Anthology, I think they came with those oh. bonus. I think. Interesting. No matter what kind of Beatles fan you are, you'll want Beatles Anthology 3. For a limited time, exclusively at Best Buy, purchase Anthology 3 and receive our third collector's CD free. Featuring exclusive interviews, a Beatles PC screensaver and rare unreleased photos. At this point, TJ and Tony stopped recording. They checked out at the record shop, hopped back into their car, and then drove the remaining 30 miles from Elyria, Ohio to Cleveland, where we will pick back up with them now. All right, TJ, we've made it to Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. We're here, we're, we're, we found a cheap ass parking spot, like out in this industrial spot, kind of around the flats. Yeah, it's wild because it. I'm looking at all these old buildings. It feels like we're we're on the set of a, a a model, like a model train set. Yeah, a little bit. With these old kind of warehousey looking buildings with awnings on them and old timey. It looks like the 1930s over here. Yeah, it totally does. You are interested in trains, aren't you? Yes, sir. Splendid. Then I'll tell you a story about my friend Thomas. TJ, we are here at Agave and Rye in downtown Cleveland. We're about to order some tacos. We have some we have some chips and some dippins. I've got a mar margarita, you've got a bourbon. Yeah. Cheers, man, to the Beatles, to Rock and Roll Cleveland, to the Untitled Beatles Cleveland podcast. Thank you to the Untitled Cleveland. That was eloquent and elegant. May I toast to you? Please. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so we, we don't really do episodes like this very often, so I'm not sure how to do some of these transitions because the guys just recorded whatever the fuck they wanted to record. And at this point, they I think they got a little drunk at the bar, and so then they just started taunting me. So I thought I'd just roll tape on them taunting me and me listening in real time. Do you hear that, Casey? Oh, God. TJ just left a 30% tip. Guys, we don't have any... This Untitled Beatles podcast. We don't have any money. Uh, <laughs> unsupervised. 
breaking stereotypes left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what I deal with. Don't try to supervise us, Casey. We're going wild out here. Oh, great. What are you going to do? You don't control us, Casey. No. Who do you like more, Casey? Yeah, you know you know how to answer that. Uh, I'm going to go with P3Z nuts. Is that an option? We all live in a yellow submarine. A yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Well, we're going to play now a game called... It's not What's in My Bag, because Amoeba Records owns that. <laughs> this is called What's, what's, on, what's on My Sack. <laughs> These are the records I bought today at The Exchange. Is that what... That's, the Exchange. The Exchange. All right, we got SKO. Of course, that's Squealer, Knobloch, and Overstreet on the MTM label. Mary Tyler Moore Records. I got a nose full of freedom to blow. I never heard uh, Neil Diamond do La Bamba. That's the B-side of Shiloh on Bang Record. What else we got here? Oh, yeah, Wingtip Shoes by Henry Lee Summer. No B-side. No B-side, but there's a song. Blank B-side. Yeah. TJ, this was your recommendation. The TJ Shepard with Clint Eastwood. (laughs) Make My Day song. Tune called Make My Day. Go ahead, punk. Make my day. T.G. Shepard. T.G. Shepard. Any relation? Mortar, Nashville. No, that's my stage name. T.G. Shepard. I like Clint Eastwood. I thought he was really cool in Grand Torino. That's, yeah, Grand Torino is my Bible, so deal with that. <laughs> oh, this is a great one. Yeah, this is the one where I'm like, oh, I didn't need to buy this one, but yeah. John Cougar Mellencamp with Rudy Toot Toot. Yeah. <laughs> and check it out live on the B. This is a great one. Why did. I did not mean to buy this for record. This was a bit, and then... You put it by accident, it was only a dollar. This was a, the Eagles doing a song called James Dean, so... James Dean, James Dean, I know just what you mean. Uh, uh, yeah, also we got <laughs> Dave, Davey D, Dozy, Binky, Mick, and Titch. Got one of those singles, and finally, uh-huh. Bobby Goldsboro with a song called "Watercolor Days." Watercolor days come back to me. I had a bunch of dollar forty-fives <laughs> in my head, including one called <laughs> "USA Today" by Hank Williams Jr. And I thought, I, "What am I going to do with this?" I should have bought that. I should have bought that instead of this Eagles one, the record I didn't mean to buy. Go trade it. I'll bet you yeah, we'll go back that. there. Instead of the hall tomorrow, I, I need to make a return. We need to walk. I need to walk that. I need to walk down to the flats. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Day one of this first of its kind untitled Beatles field trip is in the books. 
There you go. A ton of driving, a lot of fun, maybe a couple regrets. What will days two and three have in store? I have no idea. I still have not heard the audio, but I'm pretty sure I saw the guys take photos from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so I have to assume they actually made it there. Stay tuned for part two, hitting your podcast feed soon. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. If you like what we do, please take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I know on Thanksgiving, we mostly took time to read our bad reviews on the show, but I promise we will make time for the good ones too. So thank you for those reviews. Thanks to Tony and TJ for making the time for this epic road trip. I mentioned earlier in the show that we don't have any money, and this is true. The guys and I go out of our pockets for things like recording gear, podcast and website hosting, and the occasional field trip or ill-advised record purchase. So thank you, gentlemen, for making this trip happen. And thank you for all the podcast magic that you captured while you were there. And last but not least, I have one more critical thanks to my partner in crime, my co-pilot in production, the one and only P3Z Nuts. Couldn't do it without you, buddy. Full steam ahead, Mr. Boatswain. Full steam ahead. Untitled Beatles Podcast. Like and subscribe. 